All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. One thing reminds me that I need another thing, which reminds me that I need another thing. And then I feel overwhelmed and can't breathe. So I'm taking deep breaths right now. Oh. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, it happens. <laughs> um... Yeah. I'm Anoush Samarodi, and this is WNYC's Note to Self. We've had moral panics about new technologies for centuries. Shouldn't just encourage girls to code so they can make shopping websites. The show where you and I find balance in the digital age. They're scrolling. They're just scrolling away. And figure out how to manage modern life. Something we talk about a lot on this show is how technology helps us or doesn't help us, you know, to just live our lives, to do stuff. You take it very personally when an app doesn't work or you can't figure out where you're supposed to pay your bill online or you click on something and it doesn't go where you thought it was going to take you. That's a ring. Uh, I thought I was in charm bracelets. Isn't that uh, what that says? There's nothing, well, it says clothing and accessories. But it doesn't, like, say shoes. So the people that you've just been hearing, the reason why the sound quality is a little weird is because they were recorded while they were being observed and interviewed as they shopped on a major website. They agreed to do this. They were guinea pigs, right, to try to test something out. And yes, I was one of those guinea pigs, too. Okay, I'm looking at docking stations for iPhones. On this episode... We're going to talk about online seduction. The people who figure out how to make us feel good, like our best selves when we go online, so that we love their brand, so we want to spend time with them, and we want to spend our money with them. Very easy to find what you want. It's all there. It's very easy. I like that the search bar is at the top, where I can just find things immediately. Uh, I was invited to be the subject of a user experience study. This is like UX. You've probably heard of it. And this was at the online marketplace Etsy. Because I know that retailers, they're tracking us. Like, where did we go on the page? And what did we put into our cart? Did we abandon our cart? Like, I know all of that. But I just really wanted to understand what are they looking for? What behavior are they looking for that they can potentially... I mean, manipulate, I guess, is the word. It's a power that can be used for good or ill. That's Mark Hurst. He's the founder and CEO of a UX consulting firm. And you're going to hear more from him a little bit later. This is a new job, people. This has only existed in the last 20 years. It's really in the last 10 years that it's really exploded. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, good. Etsy went public in April, and it was valued at $1.8 billion dollars. So lots of us selling and buying cute stuff. 
So we're inside the headquarters of Etsy. I was invited to Etsy's usability lab. This is the place where they test out all their new online designs. Oh, that's a little owl there. Of course there's an owl. They want to see how happy or unhappy does their new homepage, the one that they're working on, how happy or unhappy does it make people? Hey. Hi. So nice, nice to, meet to meet you, Jill. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. I'm psyched to do this with you. I just need you to be Manoush. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so they take me into this small room. All it has inside is a desk and a big Apple laptop and this researcher named Jill Fruchter. So my name's Jill, and we'll be talking together um, for the next half hour. So during this time, I'm simply interested in learning more about you and how you find and buy products online. Also, I just want to let you know that I do have some colleagues who will be observing today, and I may check in with them at some point to see if there's any questions. Okay. Okay. Are they watching now? Um, Yeah, but it's just you and me. Okay. So we'll just focus on us. There was this little video camera perched right above me, watching my every move. And actually, I have to admit, I completely forgot about them. Like, it was pretty unobtrusive. So let's talk about online shopping. Okay, so see if you can figure out what they were looking for, what Jill was looking for in my behavior. I have to admit, I was not sure. Like, was it my gestures? Was it, like, certain words that I used? So the first thing she did was she tried to figure out, like, what was my psychological shopping profile? I think that's what she was doing anyway. How would you describe the type of shopper you are? Hasty. Uh-huh. Tell me more. For example, I decided that over the winter that I needed, but I needed sweaters. Mm-hmm. And so I went on guilt mm-hmm. and it was late and I was tired and there was a sale and I ordered six sweaters, one of which I wear. Okay. That was a, like, no, don't do that. Okay. That was a mistake. And then she wanted to know, you know, what were my existing feelings towards the Etsy brand already? Where was I coming from? On your phone, um, do you have the Etsy app? I used to. I don't know if I do now. Let me look. Okay. You said you'd been clearing them out. Yes, I'm trying to. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it's there. Oh. How to get on your phone? Did you have an idea of how you were going to be using it? Probably. Yeah, no, I probably was, like, in the app store when I got the new phone and was like, what should I put on there? Oh, I like Etsy. You know, it's a brand I guess I associate myself with. Oh, tell me about that. So it's a brand you associate yourself with. Can you talk to me more about that? Um, I don't feel badly when I use it, which I do when I use Amazon. Okay. Etsy is, like, you know, there was a point in my life where I, like, a little bit more artistic and I took my time to make things and like, you know, artisanal Brooklyn, like that side of me. I feel like I get to indulge it on Etsy and it feels good. And then after I had been sitting there for a while, she finally said, okay, let's crack open the laptop. Let's get shopping. Yeah. Here's your mouse. And let's imagine that this is your, well, I think you said you have a MacBook Air. Yep. Okay, so this is probably feeling familiar. Yep, I typed in ET, up it comes. Okay. In the bar. So what's the most important information on this page for you and and the least? The search box. Okay, so just keep in mind, I'm trying to convince Jill, maybe I'm trying to convince myself, that I am such a super busy, important person that when I have to do something as silly as online shopping, I just get in and get out. I am done with it. All right. So let's say we've got stuff to do. Let's make that real. Can you think of anything coming up where you're you're buying a gift? 
for someone or something in particular? Yeah, it's my 10-year anniversary with okay. my husband. So go ahead. Show me how you would get started. Well, it does say Father's Day gifts on the side, which might be a good way to start. Good. I just want to see what you would okay. what you would do. That's funny. There's a t-shirt that says, I'm so tired. That. Are we searching for Father's Day now or the 10th no, anniversary? I, I refuse to indulge Father's Day. Okay, so let's stick with the 10th anniversary. Yeah. That's a nice bag. Ha-ha. That's actually very funny. There's a t-shirt that says, you can't scare me. I have three daughters. Okay, I'm looking at docking stations for iPhones. He has this weird habit when he comes in the door. Like he has this shelf where he puts his stuff. You know what this just reminded me of? That I really need hooks for the entranceway. I might go look for hooks. If you can solve the hook problem, then maybe we could change the shelf issue for my husband. Okay, so it sounds like we're getting a bit away from the 10th yeah, ever, so we're distracted, we're moving on, and yeah. is this typical? Yeah, yeah, it's typical. <laughs> so just for the sake of our time. God, maybe I think I'm more targeted than I actually am. Okay, that's why it's great to see what you do, ah, and to point. have you sort of think your thoughts out loud, which is something, you know, where you're helping me understand what you're thinking and feeling as you're as you're moving through this, where you start, and where you yeah. go next. So just up until this point, are you confident you're... No, I'm How confident are you that you're going to be able to find the thing you're looking for? Not confident, because I'm realizing as I think about this, the reason why I get jumpy, it -hmm. reminds me... One thing reminds me that I need another thing, which reminds me that I need another thing, and then I feel overwhelmed and can't breathe. So I'm taking deep breaths right now. Oh. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, it happens. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. I mean, this seems like an overreaction to me. So then I might like be like, F it and just shut the whole thing down. Yeah. That might happen. Why am I freaking out like this? I can't breathe. What the hell is wrong with me? Like just buy the thing and be done with it or like enjoy the process of shopping. Why does it have to become such an intense emotional like situation? At this point, Jill says like she calls it off and she says, let's pull up a new page. Something that looks a little different. There's something that um, Etsy's working on that I'd like to show you. Get your thoughts about that. And again, I want you to check it out as you normally would. I mean, is it just that simple? They redesign a page and they like solve all my psychological problems. It's like magic. Or is it? So I'm actually going to give you a a minute or two with it alone. Click on stuff. For the gift. Still looking for the gift? Yes. Okay. That's our target. Okay. So I'll step out for a couple of minutes, and then when I come back, we'll talk about what you did. Okay, so she she brought up something called one-of-a-kind gift ideas. So I'm looking at like an Etsy page, but it doesn't look like one that I've seen before. And it's like there are fewer pictures on the page, and I actually can feel my heart rate like lowering slightly. There's not as much choice. There's not as much distraction. I can maybe actually find something for my husband. Oh, this is cute. Personalized gifts. Gifts for him. Personalized gifts. See, gifts for him and there's like some beer bottles and like a handmade wooden beer bottle container. That's a turn off. But the personalized gifts thing is super cute. Maybe I'll look at that. Oh, they're like necklaces with handmade drawings. It's like, that's sweet. But what's my husband going to do? Walk around with like a handmade drawing on a necklace? No. Let's go back. Let's go to him. Gifts for him. I'm looking. There's like a beer thing. There's lots of beer things. Beer, no. I don't want, I don't, no. Uh-uh. Stackable family ring. Awkward card. Personalized fly fishing box. Please. The ultimate barbecue cleaning 
device. I did see some cool earrings up there, though. For Hostess and Gourmet. Okay, he likes to cook. Maybe I'll see something here. No, that's just, he's going to be annoyed because that takes way more space in our kitchen. We have none left. Under $50. There's a section that says under $50. There's a section that says under $25. Under $75. Luxury gifts. Luxury. I like luxury. Who do I think I am that I can afford luxury? Couples portraits on a stamp? Wow, that's something. Okay. You're back already? I'm back already. Oh, man. So let's just talk about this page. What, um, how'd that go? Overall impressions? Um, I thought it was going to be quick and easy because it was like, it seemed kind of simpler. What made it seem that way? There were less like boxes and choices. It felt cleaner and simpler. Yeah. I think I like this better. It was less, it was less overwhelming. This is? Yeah. I think. So as is, who is this for? A woman, definitely for a woman. I think, who is a little, oh, maybe I'm giving myself too much credit here, but she's a little less edgy than I am. Okay. <laughs> God, this is really about like your self-image, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus, this, this is like a weird therapy session. Okay. Um, little less edgy she's a little are. less edgy than me. She likes writing on everything, which I detest. She... <laughs> She's a little precious. And you're getting this from the whole page? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's sounding not exactly not not me. No. Exactly. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. Despite the fact that I am logged in still, right? You you are logged okay. in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, On the other hand, look at that crazy scarf that when you open it up, it looks like you have wings. Okay. That's so, crazy. <laughs> Thanks so much. That was super helpful. Was it super helpful, Jill? Was it? I wasn't sure. Is there anything else you'd like to share with Etsy today? Any about what we've talked about already or something completely different? No, I think this is like it's this is this is beautiful in a way that some of the pages that when I went to do a search were not beautiful. Okay, so it was more beautiful, but did it solve the problem? Did it make me feel less overwhelmed? I mean, you just heard the tape. Not really. I mean, I still was, like, in my own, like, little hamster wheel looking at shiny things. But what I felt that you did, which made me feel listened to but also deeply uncomfortable, oh, was... Sorry. No, no, not, like, <laughs> I just have never verbalized mm, all of these sensations mm -hmm. that are obviously going through my mind and body right. when I do something on, in this case, the Etsy page. Mm -hmm. I guess I want to know, like, on the scale of craziness, where I landed. That's all. No, see, I'm not joking. Like, I really want to know. Coming up, what they saw in that little room. I get to hear what no other Etsy guinea pig ever gets to hear. What the designers thought of me and how I used their new homepage. And that's where you guys were watching me have my, like, mental breakdown. All right, uh, so I'm obviously prone to exaggeration. It was more like a mild anxiety attack, I would say. And I also want to know, like, are they thinking about the ethical side of any of this? And if they are or they're not, what, what should they be thinking about? What does it mean for us when we go shopping online and we get played with a little bit? They're like puppeteers.
We're back. I'm Anoush Zamarodi, and this is Note to Self. We are talking about user experience UX. And you've been hearing me as a guinea pig. And so far, the entire situation has just made me feel incredibly tired of myself. And yes, I did find stuff to buy, which was, of course, the point of it all. That's according to our UX expert, Mark Hurst. He's the founder and CEO of Creative Good, a UX consulting firm. Can I just ask you sort of an, an ethical question? I don't know if you can answer this or want to, but the example that's coming to my mind right now is Amazon in that it's super easy for me to use. Click one click to purchase. I find myself gravitating towards it to buy things all the time because it is so easy and I feel badly about myself when I do. And why is that? Why do you feel bad for buying something on Amazon? Uh, because I know their scorched earth tactics in terms of buying out other companies. Uh, I do think that I should be supporting the local businesses more than just clicking somewhere else for trash bags or whatever, um, because I don't think Amazon has my community to heart. Well, I always think of it as there's an opportunity for everybody to create a good customer experience. And the local retailer who may not be able to compete on price can compete on personal service and a local store loyalty card. I mean, I have one of those myself for our local bookstore that I often go to, and I know I'm paying a dollar extra. But, you know, after 10 books, I'm going to get a free book, and I also get to chat up the clerk who's going to recommend another good book. They have been thoughtful about creating a good customer experience, and they're going to live. So – Make whatever call you think is ethical, but if you want to know whether your corner store is going to make it, go in and experience it as a customer and see if they've got anything, any aspect of that customer experience that's superior to Amazon. If they do, then you'll know they have a good chance of success. And it is an incredibly strategically important question. What do our customers want and what is the right thing for us to provide to them that's going to be in their long-term best interest? If it is specifically oriented at harming somebody, then I'm not going to be involved. We got called by the uh, high fructose corn syrup people a couple of years ago, and they said, would you help us improve the user experience of our website to help more people uh, be informed by the propaganda, uh, the information, the wonderful information on HFCS? And I said, no, because I don't believe that doing that is going to help the consumers out there. And you go... Yeah, that's why I work for public radio. But people (laughs) with, you know, similar talents as mine, as yours, don't care about that. And so I think, you know, there's with radio or podcast, you just turn it off. But with a lot of this user experience stuff, you don't even know it's happening. That's what I find so interesting. That's right. It's out there. And it's a power that can be used for good or ill. I mean, listening to Mark, right, thinking about the power of a user experience designer, that they can use that power for good or evil, that it's a choice that they kind of have to make. I mean, I got to say, it did make me wonder, was the team back at Etsy, were they like, look at all the shopping that she just did? Or were they looking and thinking, no, we don't want her to feel like, well, like this? I just got totally distracted by the custom-made personalized paper dolls. <laughs> oh, wait, there's anniversary gifts, specifically. So how's it like Pinterest? 
It's all visual. Like I'm not reading anything. Snap judgments over and over again. Like it, don't like it, like it, don't like it, like it, like it, like it. Oh, wait, really like it. God, just hearing how worked up I got, oh my God, it makes me cringe. But lucky me, I got to confront the man behind the curtain. Alex Wright, I'm the director of research at Etsy. This is a part of the experience that the participant usually doesn't see. Alex takes me into the little room where all of the designers had been sitting, watching my behavior, and it was weird. There was, like, um, up on there, there was the little desk that I had just been sitting at moments before. The, the screen is divided into three panels. The big panel shows us the image of the desktop that you're looking at, the desktop screen that so you're looking at. So where my mouse was going, yeah, so, basically? Yes, and then in a corner of the screen... We have a camera where we can see the participant, so we see your face and we can hear you as you're going through it. So we can watch what you're doing and we can watch your reactions because we're often interested in sort of nonverbal cues. If people oh, start to what? look well, if people start to frown or look frustrated or they're surprised and happy, like that's really interesting data for us to work <laughs> with, right? So getting at sort of the emotional reaction that people have. Mm-hmm. So it's less about just like could you do the thing you were trying to do, but more about you know how was this experience for you? Was this fulfilling? Was it um, frustrating? They're looking at body language. They're looking at emotion. They're looking at facial expressions. But, you know, they're also looking at more concrete things. Like if a lot of people are having a hard time finding furniture, that's a problem. They're going to take that into account. Did you notice, I would say, so what would you do next? So show me. So you would be talking, talking. I was like, oh, less talking, more doing. Less talking, more doing? Come on, Jill. Talking is what I do for a living. Anyway, let's get to the point. What did my behavior indicate? Tell me more about me. So you gave me a lot of information about how the way I translate it is like you want to be able to filter that page. You expect that it's going to have more immediately like personalized, relevant things for you. That helps me talk to the product team to explain those broader themes, and then there's any number of ways they could do that. And then we would go back and test that new design that was based on those sort of deeper insights. Does that make sense? But, I mean, obviously, like, it's all very well what I think, but only if I was saying that and all the other people that you were putting in that room are like, yeah, I just wish it was filtered a little more. Then you go to the team and get them to work on it. So I did this research last week, and many people said what you said. Many people said what I said. I am not a total weirdo. Lots of people were freaking out in that room. But now I get to ask the real question, were they using my nonverbal behavior and verbal behavior? There was lots of that too. Are they using it against me in any way or to manipulate me? Now I have to ask one of my behaviors – I mean, it was pretty obvious, is that I get distracted by pretty Mm -hmm. shiny things, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people do. Do, I mean, be honest, is there any desire to exploit that in some way or to be like, oh, she likes to like, she thinks she's coming for one thing, but she ends up buying 10 things. If the distraction is not wanted Mm. and that's a problem, it didn't seem to be a problem for you. That was something you just have to work out. (laughs) One thing you said that... Okay, Jill didn't say no there. Etsy is a shopping website. But they're also working on behalf of all the people selling their stuff online through their website. So they don't want to turn me off entirely. One thing you said that stuck stuck with me, I jotted it down, was 
um, at some point you were looking at the search results and you said, you know, I get overwhelmed and I can't breathe uh-huh. and I might just give up and leave at that point. So that's pretty interesting for us. So, I mean, just, you know, from that point of your distraction is not a good thing for anybody, right? right. For us or for you, good right? Point. Right. So, so it depends. So there was those different feelings of feeling overwhelmed and not being able to breathe and then being turned on and having more inspiration. So we need to solve for both. I mean, that seems like a tall order to make sure that I feel like my best artistic, funky self while not feeling overwhelmed and pressed for time and wanting to shop because it's like smoking crack when you're tired, right? Of course, Etsy is a business. All of these places, their business, they have their financial goals, no matter what they say their ethical beliefs are. And I think we as consumers need to keep sight of what our goals are, too, which is to, for me, not waste too much time. But then, you know, yeah, occasionally find something like Fart of Darkness. Just seeing that title brought me a lot of happiness. I will admit it. I did actually find that on Etsy. Or, you know, there are other times when you decide, no, I am not doing this as a relaxation technique. I am going in and buying an iPhone stand made of reclaimed wood because that is what I have decided I need right now. So many choices, so many things we have to be aware of. It's hard work living in the modern age. (laughs) It really does make me want to go back to butter churning or something. But then I wouldn't have seen those amazing earrings that I might actually go online and buy. Anyway, the Note to Self team is Jen Point, Ariana Tobin, Andrew Dunn, and me, Manoush Samarodi. And we had extra help from producer Jackie Snow this week. You can tweet us at Note to Self. I'm at Manoush Z. You can visit us on Facebook. And please subscribe to the podcast. That is the way that we measure success here in podcasting land. Take a second if you're not subscribed already. And thank you very much for doing that. I'll talk to you next week. There's a little bit too much motivational language for me on the products. (laughs) Tell me what you mean. Horrible person. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, there's a personalized necklace that's like dream big. There's like in the Father's Day, it's like number one dad. Like, um, bit of a turn off. Yeah.